All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. We're so glad that you're listening. And we have very good news. We are now on TikTok. If you have an account, we'd love for you to follow us. Of course, it's under Imperfectly Inspirational. And if you can't find it, I know some people were struggling to find it. We should have a link right there in the description of this podcast episode. Also, don't forget, we do have a Facebook page. Go check that out. Give us a follow as well. And of course, as I always say, if you can follow us, like and share and let out, let the world know about us, we would definitely appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate all the love that we get. So jumping into the topic this week, uh, this episode is actually brought to you by my children. Um, because they like to fight, you know, kids, they fight, they argue, uh, but they do love each other, but they fight. And I had to really have a conversation with them the other day. And I talked to my oldest one because there's some expectations from my oldest to my younger that there's no effort from my oldest to my younger to really receive those expectations. And so I had this conversation that we're going to have today. But of course, this is a more in-depth because I'm going to be talking to a lot of older people here. So let's jump in. We're going to read our scripture first. I think that's going to be a good idea. And that is going to be Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. One verse, Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Now see, I wanted just this one verse because this verse is so deep. It is so powerful. There is so much that we can just really take from it, and it can impact our lives quite a bit, really quite a bit. And so I wanted just to go off of this one verse. Why? Because, well, let's let's start off with why. When we read this verse, we think of this. And tell me if I'm wrong, folks. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, right? We think of going to the grocery store. We see a little old lady with two items in her cart, and we have a buggy full, and she decides, you know, she's coming up right by us, and we let her go first, right? Or we're out somewhere, and we see somebody struggling to pick up something, and we run over, and we say, hey, there you go. I got you. And we all feel good. We feel happy. You know, hey, I am doing a good thing. I'm treating others with love and respect, and I'm being kind. And you know what? Yes, absolutely. That is what we're supposed to do. But there's more. There is so much more to this verse than that. I want to read it again. And I want us to dig deep into this. It says, So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. See, there's more than just the kindness. See, I labeled this, get what you want from others. Because there is truth in that statement. Yes, it is a clickable title, but there is so much truth in that statement that in this world, you can really get others to do a lot, of, to treat you the way that you expect or, or do the things that you want them to do. So how do we do that? We treat them like we want to be treated. Well, how do I do that, Chris? How do I treat them like I want to be treated? If I'm kind to them, what else do I do, right? See, that's where our minds sometimes tend to stop. We just think of it as kindness. Well, this is really going to work only with people in your close circle. The kindness part, it does work well with strangers. Strangers will normally be pretty nice to you if you're kind to them, right? But this is only mainly going to work with your close friends, sometimes your coworkers and your family and your spouse. 
This is for people who are in your circle that you deal with on a daily basis. And honestly, disclaimer here, you're not going to get the, the best results from everybody because there are some people that are just so stuck in their ways. They're so hard hearted that they will never change for anything. There's nothing that you could do to get an ounce of love or compassion out of them. It's sad, but that is a true statement. And sometimes it just, if you go into this situation with a desire to change somebody, it's probably not going to work because you're going in it with the wrong intentions. You have to go into everything with love and a true, pure heart. And really this situation here works so good in marriages. I'll say, thank God I, I have a very good marriage, a solid marriage with my wife. I love her. She loves me. And honestly, this thing that we're talking about today, we've practiced it and it has made it stronger than ever before. And so I know that the divorce rate is so high and there's so many couples, uh, just even couples, not even married yet, but that are fighting. But yet, yet alone, the households that are struggling because they can't figure this out. And so they, they think that this uh, treat each other like you want to be treated is just a, a kindness thing. It goes deeper, folks. So I want to give an example that it may be, uh, it may sound risque, but it's not. It's not as risque as it sounds, but just in a couple's relationship. Most couples, there's always somebody that loves a massage, right? Somebody that loves to just, just get their back rubbed, their shoulders rubbed, whatever it may be. And there's always one that doesn't like to do that. Well, what happens if you are the one that likes to get the massage? What do you do to get that other person in your relationship to give you a massage more often? Number one, they need to know that that's something you love. The, nobody can do something for you that they have no idea that you like it or that you want that done, right? So they need to know that you enjoy massages. But number two, if the things that they like, are you doing those? See, what we fail to realize is that this life, we have so much power. We're not gods. We don't have any type of God authority power, but we have so much power over the junk in our lives that we could get rid of, but we choose not to. We choose to just be in this state of existence and not, not using our abilities to their fullest to get rid of this junk and the stuff that God's, God provides us. God gave us the clues right here. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, on how to get this life to be easier for us and to be better. So say you are the one that likes the massages. Well, the, the spouse that doesn't like them, maybe they love cooking. They love for you to cook for them. What are you going to do more? Are you going to cook? Well, you say, well, I already do the cooking. Well, maybe you could cook their favorite dish. Or do you cook with an attitude? Or do you do whatever it is that they like with an attitude? Or do you do it halfway? See, if you expect the other person in your life that you are wanting something from to give you what you're expecting, you have to be willing first to give. Not reluctantly, not out of just whatever, but because you love them and it makes you happy to see them happy. Once you can get that into your heart and your mind and you can start acting out like that, toward your significant other, toward your sibling, toward your family and your coworkers, then eventually you're going to start seeing that change from them. And those things that you've been giving toward them, you're going to start seeing that back. But folks, this is like weight loss. This is like uh, building a house. This is like anything you do. It does not happen overnight. It'd be like going 
and not eating out for two days straight and saying, I should have lost 50 pounds by now. I didn't go out to eat. No, that's not how this works. It takes time, especially if you've never done anything like this before. It is going to take time to get your heart right. It's going to take time to get that person to trust you, that your intentions are pure and that you really do care about them, whether it be your spouse or your family member or whatever it may be. Now, like I've said, I cannot guarantee results because some people just won't do. Some people just are all about them and there's no give back. But for the most part, most people will give back. And, you know, my previous podcast was called The Giver. And it, it talks about giving to God and uh, giving those things that back to God that God gave us. And quite honestly, we can't expect to receive a blessing or receive anything back in life unless we give first. And we have to give of ourselves to that individual in our lives. And honestly, quite, quite honestly, there is a fulfillment in knowing that you are providing something to somebody that they love and you're bringing them joy. And if you don't have that in your heart, then you really need to re-examine yourself. Because what you do for others, there should not be an ulterior motive. You should be excited to give them the things that they want that bring them joy. You want your family member to spend more time with you, Go spend more time with them. Guarantee you the problem's going to get better. You want your coworker to help you out more? Go help them out more without them asking. Hopefully that gets better. Unfortunately, when you're dealing with other people, you can't guarantee what's going on through their mind, what hardships they're going through, or what their ability to really give back is. But no matter what, it's a win-win for you, even if you don't get those results. Why is it? Because you're doing the thing that God wants you to do. And when you're doing the thing that God wants you to do, you can't go wrong. You just can't go wrong with that. But folks, quite honestly, if you want somebody to provide a service to you in some sense of, of love, affection, or a duty around the house, you have to start providing those things first. Show them that you love them. Show them your compassion. Give before you can receive. And I really hope that this can help some some people out out there. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not anybody important. So, you know, don't take my advice as advice as any marriage counseling, but I can tell you from the word of God, that's what God says to do. That's my experience. And if you guys really need some help, go, go seek some therapy. I definitely recommend it. But that's my hope to you is that you can understand that you have to give first before you can receive. And folks, go out there this week, love on somebody you love, and let's fix these relationships. You got this, and I hope you have a wonderful week.